With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, world? This is your man, Nick Eden, and I am here with the talk of the town. I know you're going to dig this. Talk of the town. Thank you to the hometown Martinette in Brooklyn, where Bobby Millet and his orchestra are offering a program of dance music. Talk Tell me, y'all, y'all, y'all didn't tell me about that last board meeting. Yeah. I know. I know. We're going to have to do better, man. we got to do better, man. Shouts out to everybody that said uh, Tuesday morning takeover, man. I'm enjoying the hell out of that show, dude. Man, I had fun. I was on. I was in a secret location. Uh, we were only able to do a special hour show, but we packed it full of some new records, some great records. I heard. I There's heard. a lot of good music out there. Yes. So. All of all the R&B artists out show, there. Get it. Yeah, get over to iTunes. Just put in the Middleman Talk Show. We're there. You can download all the way back to Good Lord, what five years ago now? Yeah, man, four years, four years ago. Yeah, about four years ago. Four, yeah, four, about four and a half years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. going on five. Yeah. Hey, so you know what, uh, man? Make sure you go and download those. I'm gonna tell you something else. I've been listening to. Oh Lord, what's that? I've been listening to that Nick E. Now, Flight 1980. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for those who do not know. Yeah. Well, okay, I, I'm not going to say anything, but I want... Kev, you tell me what you think about it. I, can give, I like you know, it, give man. You tried to show out on that harmony at the end right there with that boy the men. I was like, look at him. Yeah, man, I had to do my thing. Hey, hey, don't tell nobody, but I was singing with you, too. I appreciate it. Well, you know what? That's what I went into it, man. Like, honestly, going into this EP... Okay. So for everybody that does not know, um, I just recently, this past Tuesday, released a brand new free EP called Flight 1980. Let me tell you the the the, the meaning behind the name. The entire EP has a very 80s-90s feel, which I feel like was the last great era of R&B music. Anybody who knows me knows I'm a huge R&B head, so flight 1980 takes you i was born in 1980 so it's a flight it takes you just my musical taste and my musical journey from then till now and so you catch a lot of my influences on the ep you catch a lot of guys you catch some boys and men you catch some, you catch a little art kelly you catch, i mean you catch a lot of my influences in there if you ever want to know who influenced nick eaton listen to flight 1980 and they'll tell you it is an in, in my opinion it's an incredible ep i'm working on an equally incredible album called Soul Reloaded that will be released next year. I finally found the sound that I wanted for it, and Kevin, I'm telling you right now, I'm not putting any gas on this, but Soul Reloaded will be the best R&B album that you've heard in the last 10 years. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing that, because like 
this flight 1980, man, I'm not trying to gas it up because it is my dude. I'm telling you, man, from the beginning of that 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 little skit you did at the beginning all the way to the so hard, you definitely did. You you, you explained it right. It is a, a journey of music from the beginning to the end of that record. Because I'm telling you, man, that ease your mind, dude. I'm loving that. You know, I'm still loving that Let's Appreciate Chill. That. I love that Let's Chill. That, that's my joint right there. That away, that remix is growing on me. Yeah, it's growing on me. You know, you look, I know you still like the original. You know, I like the original. Yeah, I do. I do. Okay, friend. But uh, you know what I'm saying? I mean, dude, overall, that album, that EP, is what you need to have in your iPods, your iPads, your droids, or whatever you got out there. I know all y'all cats all excited about your new OS, whatever the update for the new iPhones. You need to update your phone with this Flight 1980. How about that? I appreciate that, man. And for everybody who is following us on Facebook, it is on the Facebook page. You can get your download from there. Also from my um, my Twitter account, twitter.com forward slash Nick Eden, um, as well as my Facebook account, um, stepchildrecordings.bandcamp.com, and this is going to be coming to the all-new Nick Eden online. Uh, we're working to get that site up right now. Um, but you know what? I'm just I'm happy to be out right now when it's a lot of good records out, man. It's, it's a lot of good records out right now. I'm feeling really excited about urban music. And um, that being said, I want to get right up to these sales, man. I'm telling you, dude, this is... Uh, this is what the third week in a row where a good majority of the top 20 has been urban releases. Mm-hmm. You know? So uh, coming in at number two on Billboard charts this week, my man The Weeknd, Toronto's own with his new album, Kiss Land. He comes in at number two with 98,000 copies sold. Two Chains. Two Chains. Yeah. Coming in right behind him at number three with Boats 2, Me Time, uh, with 60,000 copies sold. Uh, Janelle Monet, who is uh, one of the most eclectic artists of the last 20 years, um, her new album Electric Lady comes through at number five with 48,000 copies sold. Uh, Tamar Braxton is still going strong at number eight with Love and War, her new album with 34,000. Co- I'm sorry, 35,000 copies sold. Uh, newcomer Ariana Grande, her album uh, Yours Truly comes in at number nine with 31,000. John Legend. Love in the Future, his new album, comes in and rounds out the top 10 with 30,000 copies sold. And I know we usually only stick to the top 10, but yeah. i got to say, number 11, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Now, what? Then, and Forever, a brand new album by Earth, Wind, and Fire, comes in at number 11 with 26,000 copies sold. Wow. Let me tell you something. Class. If you are a fan, of classic Earth, Wind, and Fire, and I don't know many that aren't. I just, I just don't know too, too many people that's just like, oh no, I don't like Earth, Wind, and Fire. But if you are a fan of classic Earth, Wind, and Fire, you are going to absolutely love this new album. What I like about it is, it's a classic Earth, Wind, and Fire sound, but it's not dated. And Earth, Wind, and Fire has always made timeless music. Don't get me wrong. But, like, they, they went into it with a fresh mind. Like, they really went into it. You can tell they went into it like they were brand new artists. So they have an incredible album out right now. You it's going to be hard did, to um, did they do, like, Sade? You know, her album, I mean, you know, she's an older artist, and her album was very refreshing. The last one she just did. Oh, yeah. Well, see, the thing about it is you have certain artists that when they get to releasing music, they're, they are so timeless that it doesn't matter what the new trend is. You know, mm-hmm. that's why when Sade was able to come back like she did, she came back she came back hard. She came back with classic music that, you know, you could play with her entire catalog. It's, you know, I hate to hear some artists where you hear their stuff in the, in the 80s, 70s, 80s, early 90s, and they come out today sounding like, you know, like they're trying to copy whatever's going on right now. Right, what's going on? Yeah. Right, Earth, Wind, and Fire came with a classic sound. They came in with classic songwriting. I mean, like it's just it's it's a wonderful, wonderful record. So um, make sure that you go out and support that. Also, in the top twenty, you got Robin Thicke, Jay Z, um, Jaheim, Bruno Mars, Raheem Devon. Like, dude, dude, it's a lot of urban. I'm I'm feeling really good about this. And you know, towards the you know we're in the third quarter now. Uh, finishing out fourth quarter, you know, it's going to be a lot of the heavy hitters coming back with new R&B albums. So, I'm right. I'm excited about what's going on in R&B and hip hop right now. I'm I'm really excited about that. 
So yeah. I get to hear some good music finally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We I, I remember one of the shows me. that we did. You did, you know, uh, was called Blue Eyed Soul. And uh, you know, yeah. I mean, nothing wrong against you know, uh, you know, our brothers of a different color that's doing the music right now. But I want to hear some good R and B, man. Good yeah, I mean, it seemed like for a while, you know, melanin deficient was the one that was making R and B. I ain't mad. Like I said, do your thing, but right, you know, put some soul back in. You know, R and B, rough and black. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So that's how I like. That's how I like my R and B. If you guys are just joining us, though, today what we're actually going to be talking about is random acts of entertainment. This is the fourth edition of it, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Am I right? Fourth number edition? four. Number four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, for you guys that are familiar with this format, uh, basically what we do on Random Acts of Entertainment, we talk about a lot of different topics. You know, these topics this week include the Marvin Gaye and TLC biopic, uh, Grand Theft Auto V grossing over $1 billion in its first day, and also, just like we were talking about a second ago, R&B hitting the charts again and staying at the top. You know, and if you guys want to join us for this conversation, make sure that you go ahead and dial 718-508-9972. If you're already on the line, you can hit number one. Let us know what you think. If you're on Skype, hit that little button. We'll Skype you right in. And just let us know what you're talking about today. I want to get into first. We're going to get back to the charts in a minute. But what I really want to talk about, and I just peeped this yesterday, uh-huh. this new biopic called Sexual Healing, Marvin Gaye. They have right. been trying to do this movie 12 years now. It's been longer than 12 years. Yeah, yeah. I think so. It's, I've heard about it like in the late 90s, if I'm not mistaken. Right. This was actually supposed to come out before Ray. Yeah. You know, so Marvin Gaye's story, and, and those of us familiar with it know, it's one of the most, definitely one of the most interesting stories. In all of music, not just R&B, not just black music, but just in general. It's one of the most interesting stories. Kev, you saw the trailer, you know, a little earlier. You know, right. tell me what your thoughts on it, and did it finally live up to the hype that everybody's been putting on it? I mean, uh, for those that didn't get the opportunity to see it, make sure you go check it out. It's on YouTube, a couple of sites. Uh, I mean, it lived up to the hype of what it is to me, because, I mean, number one, they picked a, a great actor for the biopic. And they, they also, you know, took a period in the point in his life where, you know, I think he was going to rebound. And, and really, you know, he made one of his best albums during that time. And, I mean, by them, yeah, yeah. you know, going, I mean, if you think about it, by them going through and showing what he was going through with the women, the drugs. I don't want to give away too much. If y'all know Marvin Gaye history, then therefore you would know what I'm talking about. But... I think they did a great job, and a lot. Of, I mean, I think by them waiting this long, I think that it gave them a better uh, standpoint to to stand on with this with this particular biopic, man. Right. I really do. I, I'll say this much. I'll say this much. I saw it, and I was immediately pleased. One, uh, just to go back to what you were saying earlier, Jesse L. Mark is playing the part of Marvin Gaye. If you are not familiar with Jesse L. Martin. All you have to do is look back, and it's the black guy from Law & Order. Not SBU. They ain't talking about Ice, too. I'm talking about the original Law & Order. Uh, yeah. Jesse L. Martin, he's an incredible actor. He's actually a pretty good singer himself. And he looks. He yeah. looks like Marvin Gaye. And as now, now that I think about it, you know, remember when I first launched my site, R&B Lover, a couple of years back? You know, that was one of the first stories that I posted. When they first cast him. So this was like maybe two, three years ago when he was originally cast for this. I know earlier they had talked about having Usher play the part, which I really wasn't feeling. That would have been bad. It just, it, it, I, I really wasn't. Maybe if you did where Marvin was in his, you know, in his younger years. But I, I think mean, just like you said, mm, the man. point of his life where they where they started yeah. him, I think, was wonderful. Yeah, I mean, the guy, the, the gentleman that, that's playing Marvin, man, he looks like Marvin from his young years all the way up to that point. I mean, he looks like Marvin. There's yeah, only, you know, there's does. slight differences, but, I mean, you can't get a better facial visual than this guy right here. And once you watch the trailer, you'll kind of get into that mode of thinking, like, dang, it's Marvin. The whole little issue right. with his father and all that. You're like, wow, you know, am I seeing what happened? 
Right. Well, I'm I'm really loving what they did, man. Normally they'll mess up and pick the wrong person for them, but whoever sat back and thought this one out, they they I give them kudos, man. Kudos. Oh yeah, definitely. It was it was amazing. Like honestly, to I mean, not to put too much pressure on the film, but in terms of casting, like even casting his father, the, the guy they cast as his father, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, did they really did like they get someone in Marvin Gaye's family? Because I mean, That's the guy what I was looks just like too. his father. He looks just like his dad. You know, this was probably the best casting job since Ray. Yep. Like, I, I, mean, skeptical. I was skeptical of, 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 of Jamie at first, but then when I saw it, I was like, okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I mean, it, I have absolutely no complaints. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing this. Just real quick before we talk about this other biopic that I okay. did have a lot of complaints about, I learned something very interesting yesterday. Kev, are you familiar with a gentleman by the name of Leon Ware? Leon, that name sounds familiar. Okay. Leon Ware is probably the only person in the history of music that can say that he worked with Marvin Gaye, Diana Ross, um, Michael Jackson, Quincy Jones. Uh, <laughs> wow. Resume. Everybody's used <laughs> Now here's the thing about it, and, and it kind of it, it fits into what we're talking about. My favorite Marvin Gaye album. I know a lot of people love what's going on. They love sexual healing. My favorite Marvin Gaye album was "I Want You," right? And that was the one with "I Want to Be Where You Are," uh, after the dance. I yeah. want you, you know. That's the, yeah. That, that is, was my favorite. that was my favorite Marvin Gaye album. Come to find out, the album was originally written and completely recorded. The album was done before Marvin even got near it. And what? it was Leon Ware's right. It was Leon Ware's album. And, wow. and, and I'm I'm going to have a story I'm going to do a story about him next month for Soul Train. But basically what happened was Leon Ware took this album to Motown and um Basically, Barry Gordy was like, well, look, I love the album. It's wonderful, but, you know, you don't fit the image that I'm looking for. But I want Marvin Gaye to record this album. Wow. Wow. And he and his exact thing was he said if he were, if he were not such a huge fan and had so much admiration and respect, for Marvin Gaye, he would have never done it. Right. I see. But five, man, he's seventy-three years old now. Yeah, he's actually a he's a friend of a friend, and that's how I found out about him. I had maybe a two-hour conversation about this guy yesterday. Blew my mm-hmm. mind. Like I said, you know, he's probably going to be the only one, you know, in history to work with the people he's worked with. Like I said, Marvin Gaye, Diana Ross, the Isley Brothers, um, Donny Hathaway. You know, the Miracles. Like Marvin Gaye, he's like. Ridiculous. Yeah, I Jeffrey see. Osborne, to, uh, Tina Marie. Stacks. I'm tripping out the fact he was signed to Stacks. Oh yeah, Stacks, um, Electra. Yeah, Motown. United Artists. Yeah, United Artists. Yep. Yep, Electra. Yeah, Concord he, he Music Group. Like he's. And so, you know, it's just it, it's amazing. It goes to show, you know, everybody credits. And, and it's not taking anything away from Marvin Gaye. Never taking anything away from him. Everybody credits him as being his genius, but you still, you, you never see the, 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 the behind-the-scenes people that really put this thing together. And so I thought that, was, you know, when I find out things like that, I definitely like to let everybody know because this is this guy is a legend, and most people don't even know it. So that that's crazy. Now, moving on to a biopic that I actually did have some serious reservations about. Uh-huh. Uh, TLC, which we all know, the best-selling girl group of all time. You know, we all remember Ooh on the TLC tip, uh, Crazy Sexy Cool. You know, like you, TL story, TLC story is legendary, and finally, it's getting played on a smaller screen. It's not necessarily on the big screen. It's going to be a TV movie, but I'm not mad at that. Hell, The Temptations was a TV movie, and that's a classic. Yes, sir, it is. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir, it is. So, you know, that's that's a classic movie. So, I mean, I, I'm not mad. What I was mad at was the casting. Now, 
a lot of people aren't familiar with this first name I'm about to say, but to play the part of T-Boss, um, and I might be a little mad at this because I had a friend of mine who actually was up for that part and she didn't get picked, but um, a singer by the name of Keisha Shante was cast as um, T-Boss. Playing the part of Chili was Kiki Palmer, yeah, who, Kiki. Mm-hmm. you know, if anybody is not familiar with her real name, you remember Akila and B. <laughs> I tell everybody that. They're like, oh, yeah, Akila. Yeah, 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 I know her. I know Akila. So she'd be playing the part of Chili, which I wasn't mad at that. I wasn't mad nope. at that. She does look the part, even though she's much taller than, um, than Chili. I was like, okay, I can see that. What really got me was that they cast, playing the part of Left Eye, Lil Mama. She kind of pulled now, it off on the on the trailer, you know, the trailer that I was looking at, man. She kind of pulled it off on certain. Mm-hmm, she did. Huh? Well, this is the thing about it. When I first saw it, when the, because the very first thing I saw, I saw a screenshot. Mm-hmm. And that whole the face. screenshot, I'm like, they just looked like they went to a Halloween party dressed as TLC. Yeah. It just wasn't a good screenshot they had. When I finally saw the trailer, you know, it made me a believer. Yeah. It she made me a believer. You got to pull it off on the trailer, man. Yeah, give, give yeah, it a little bit. You got a hard face, though, but you know. I'm not, yeah, see, the thing about it is, this is the thing about biopics. You have to be careful when you're casting for a biopic, and the timing has got to be so right. Now, you think about something like Ray. People had their reservations about Jamie Foxx, but truth be told, when I found out that he was playing it, I automatically was like, okay, that makes sense because to me, he looked like the younger Ray. True. And they true. just had to dress him up. They had to age him a little bit, of course, as the years went by on there. And thankfully, they didn't go too far into his age. You know, they kind of kept it within a 10, 20 year period. Mm-hmm. When you're talking about casting, TLC is still so young in our hearts. You know, everybody on this phone and most people on this line remember when TLC first came out. True that. You get what I'm saying? So we you know, and, and we got a chance to see their their highs, their lows, all the magazine covers. So when you see some people and it's like, oh yeah, they playing TLC, it's like they don't look like <laughs> <laughs> Especially with Chili being, you know, the, the you know, she looked the best out of all of them to me, but you know, you can yeah. Akila, whatever her name, whatever they play, Akila and the B. Uh, what's her name? See? Kiki, Kiki. Palmer. Kiki Palmer. Palmer. Everybody yeah, knows yeah, when yeah. you say Akila and the B. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Kiki Palmer, man, I mean, she she okay with it. Certain certain screenshots, she look good, but I think they could have got a more of a facial match, but they, I guess they were looking at people that also had the acting chops also. And that's what you have to think. Out of everybody, she's the most seasoned actor. Yeah. And she's very good at what she does. So at, at a certain point, you have to realize there are certain actors, seasoned or not, that are so good that they will make you actually forget what the real person looked like. Right. Remember when Notorious came out? Yeah, that that guy did Jamal, a great job, man. Jamal Willard did such a great job, and he looked nothing like Biggie. No, but he, he, embodied, he embodied the spirit of who the guy was. He embodied the character. He embodied everything. About. Everything about him To the point I know for me That I had completely forgotten What Biggie looked like Until they played the credits at the end And actually had Biggie's real picture on there Right I had forgotten what Biggie looked like Because in my mind Watching those two hours All I could think is That's this is Biggie, Biggie. <laughs> Right Yeah this is Biggie right here Look who walked in the studio Alright yeah I see He walked in the studio And got kind of You know Real slick on the on the mic, yeah, 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 yeah. That too, that too. I mean, you know, you know, I ain't want to come in, you know, eating on my chill. You know, funny. I mean, you know, you know, ladies and gentlemen, Al's in the building. How y'all doing? Yeah, yeah. Al, you know, just we we brush people looking for everybody who's just tuning in tonight. We are talking about random acts of entertainment, part four. We're covering topics such as. Marvin Gaye and the TLC biopic, uh, Grand Theft Auto Five selling mm-hmm. over one billion in its first day sold, and R&B yep, yep. hitting them charts and staying at the top. So, mm-hmm. just uh, touching on it real quick, I think that the TLC moves will be great. I think that it's great for them yeah, to I'm go right to the route of VH1 and not trying to go for a major screen, you know, big theatrical release. 
Yeah. You know, so I, I just, I, so kudos to them. You know, do well. It'll do well in terms of, you know, on demand and, and some DVD sales. You know, like I said, a lot of people forget that you know the Temptations movie that was made for TV. And it surely had and it was everybody hooked. It was a two-part movie at that, but the DVD sales were through the roof. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? And, and by the way, those guys look absolutely nothing like the original like Temptations, Nuno. with the exception of Leon. David, now Ruffin. he played David Ruffin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, old boy, old boy that played Blue, he kind of flavored Blue a little bit too, now. A little bit, like a very little yeah. bit. See, yeah, yeah, a, a very little bit. The only person I can say really just was dead on was Leon, Leon playing David Ruffin. Yeah. yeah, ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis. Right. <laughs> and, and he had that Mississippi accent with it and everything. Yeah, yeah, he did. Your ass. Wait. Without David Ruffin, y'all ain't nothing. Now he, he must have went down to Meridian and Hattiesburg, and I'll let him get to that. <laughs> well, oh yeah. Well, see, that's a, they 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 started around that. First off, David Ruffin was born in Why Not Mississippi, population four hundred. And I believe all of them were cousins. <laughs> Stupid. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. My high school was bigger than that city. But anyway. <laughs> uh, on to this thing. Now, I don't want to hear anybody else say they broke anymore. I don't want to hear anybody else coming about a recession or what President Obama hasn't done for you. Because y'all some guns went out and bought a billion dollars Worth the Grand Theft Auto Five today. Uh huh. I mean, that don't make any sense. The game is, and I don't. I, I've, I've seen the video. I've seen the, the footage of it and everything. And I mean, dude, this is an epic game for all my gamers out there. You know what I'm saying? This game is epic. I mean, dude, the the the. the I mean, it ain't just the graphics of it, man. I mean, just the environment itself, man, is so doggone large, man. It will take, literally, if you played this game and all the things that they had to it, from hang gliding to swimming to, you know what I'm saying, chilling in the hood or just, you know, like missions, like, man, if, if somebody, and I know Al knows them, because Al and my, and my partner, Biz, they sit up there and try to beat the game in two days. If somebody beat this game in two days, they would take crack speed, uh, everything else, uppers and all that, just to get get this done, because it ain't no way in God's green earth you can get this game done in two days. You be playing it for no. the hell <laughs> It's that crazy. Well, first and foremost, to all of our listeners, and if you want to get in on this conversation, go ahead and give us a call seven one eight five zero eight nine nine seven two. I'm not a video gamer. I'm sorry. If somebody else has a game. I might play it a little bit. The last time I played Grand Theft Auto, I think it was like 2003. I, I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, this this is the <laughs> first one, man. You know, you can go through like three characters. You know, you can go on their own person. But they're all working together. You know what I'm saying? They, they, I mean, it's crazy, man. I mean, seriously, you can just, if you've seen any of the footage, you can drop from one character to the next character, go from screens. I mean, it's more than just getting the bat and beating the hookers upside the head in the previous versions and Robbing people and shit. You see, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Because I'm like, how many more times can you steal a car, well, shoot up the police, and sleep with a prostitute in the bushes, and then hit her with a car and take her money, take your money back? Hey, but see, the thing about it, this one has more of uh, an environment where each one of these characters have different things that go on in their lives, and then they all come together to make you know the whole storyline. So the storyline is like real crazy and you have options and you have all these different chances to do different things and choices to make. I mean it's it's not just a simple mindless, you know, like you say, it's stabbing and shooting and killing it. Man, they got a plot to it. Yeah. Hell, yeah, I got a plot to my own life. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean at the same time, as you said, to have um be a, a million dollars worth sold. Come on, man. I mean, like you said, recession? Well, a billion. No, 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 Kev. Billion, my bad. A, a billion. billion. Let me give yeah. you some numbers. 
when Grand Theft Auto 4 came out, it sold 3.6 million copies right. the first day. It generated over 310 million. Grand Theft Auto 5 tripled that. Mm. Wow. It's crazy, man. I, I can't say. I, I don't want to hear like no one to talk about I'm crying broke. I know yeah. a whole bunch of people this week calling off of work. Oh, I'm sick. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm sick. Uh, I can't. I, I know a whole bunch of people not going to be in church Sunday. Yeah. Is that serious? Yeah, a whole bunch of kids going to be missing their daddy at their game, they softball game Saturday. Where daddy at? Mind right. your business, fucking bitch. And <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got to think about it, man. The same, and these sales right here, this hasn't stopped because you got to understand this much also. Not only have they sold this amount of money on just the PlayStation 2 and Xbox. In two more months, guess what's coming out? The uh, online, the, the free, uh, the Xbox One, and the PlayStation Four is coming out in November. So they well, won't buy it for better graphics. Think about that. We haven't even thought about the first. Um, we haven't thought about the first full week. We're just talking about the first day. It's the first that's day. That's a crazy thing. But I'm just saying though. Imagine the same people. That's going to buy it for the Xbox and the PlayStation 4. The Xbox One and the PlayStation 4. Now imagine what's going to happen because they're going to add more things to this game when they put it to those systems. They probably already got it situated and set up, ready to go. Well, what it. they're going to do on October 1st, they're going to have a free component. They got Grand Theft Auto Online coming out. Yeah, It's going to be that. a free update. Yeah, uh, I won't say infinite universe, but a massive universe. Where everybody has their own character and playing around in the game. Right. That is crazy. Yep. That makes no sense. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense, and I probably would be a lot more excited about this if I were the person who owned the game. Like, I mean, like, own the franchise. I know they're, like, losing their mind right now, but. Dude, somebody is uh, sitting somewhere counting ones. <laughs> just counting. I'm serious, man. Ones. Just counting ones. Like I'm, not even gonna, I'm not even going to invest nothing that way at all. If all, well, all I'm going to say, stop, are they going to break off the cat who they stole a character from? Didn't they get the original character from a dude that's in L, that was in L.A. robbing this stuff and he in jail somewhere? <laughs> like, um, y'all going to put some on his book? Yeah. That was like Grand Theft Auto 4. I'm just saying they're gonna put some, they're gonna put the money on his books. They're gonna put some in the commissary. No man, they ain't gonna do nothing like that, man. That man just you know you just got your life just like all the college football players. Uh, you know what I'm saying? That's out here, and and I know we need you know eventually we're gonna have to talk about that too, man. But all these video games, the college game days, and all I know they lost their little deal with the college uh, NCAA. But um, I mean you got all these college players out here. You with the image getting used by these people. And not getting paid. So, I mean, you know what's funny? Going on. You know what's funny about that? My wife actually did, you know, a, a, a paper about that. Uh-huh. Um, about, you know, the NCAA and, and, and the college players not being able to get. Because, you know, they don't penalize these kids. If they take a dime for anything, you give a kid a suit and they'll penalize them. But they sit there and they make millions off of them. So, I thought that was a, actually, I thought that was a great move. And it's funny that around the time it happened is when she actually did that article. I wonder if she had anything to do with that. She ain't going to tell me if she did. But I mean, man, if a college athlete takes a bag of peanuts from a booster, man, that's, that's it's, man, yeah, it's they, a problem. They, they but they definitely, yeah, they, they definitely need to go ahead and start paying these folks for their images, man. And, you know, like, even with uh, certain basketball games, you know, like, I, I mean, I know you're not a gamer, Nick, but I know Al plays. But, like, even with Reggie Miller, when the last time you seen Reggie Miller in a video game, man? Man. Think about what I just said. Hey, you said something right there, boy. <laughs> you sure said something right there. Yeah, yeah. Man. I mean, seriously, man, but, like, you know, you can make millions and millions of dollars like a lot of the old school Hall of Famers, even with the Madden 25 that just came out. You know, a lot of the old school guys, man, they, they couldn't check for these guys, but there was a time where – they were just using their likeness and didn't even put their name on there and just said, hey, this is character number whatever. And then 
For all my real old school gamers, remember NBA Live? Remember they put player on the back of Michael Jordan with a different number? But he was that good? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, let me tell you. Now, I can't I can speak on that. I had a game on my uh, Kindle Fire. It was um, it was NFL 2K or something, something like that. But it's the crazy thing. The game itself, you had all of the stats. Because y- y'all know me. I'm a Saints. I'm a diehard Saints fan. So right. I picked the Saints, of course. I picked the Saints, and I'm looking at it. I'm looking at the stats of the quarterback. Now, the name of the quarterback is Drew Please. <laughs> I, I'm not. <laughs> what? Same number, same height, same weight, all of his stats, just the whole nine. All they just went in and changed the name of the college, went in and changed the name of the first year, first years as a pro. Like, I, I, and all I could sit here and think is I was like, y'all, boy, y'all making something off these folks and ain't cutting nobody a nickel. <laughs> Oh, man. I said, this damn. gun really did say, Drew, please. And then when they updated the game, when I got the, the automatic update, they went through and they changed all the names. Again. Yeah. yeah. But Some that, of those knockouts do that, man. But I, I know, you know, a lot of our people out there, and my game was out there, you know, hey, man, I want to know who, who which, which game systems are you guys going to buy in uh, November? Which ones have you already reserved? Is it an Xbox One or is it that PS4? I ain't buying neither one off. I'm going to get a Wii so I can play Michael Jackson. I was Jackson just about to say, Al is the only one on his phone still playing a Wii. He ain't going to sure. be the only one for long. I'm going to get that just so I can exercise more in the house. Man, you can get a Wii for like $15 now. I know. Oh, that's why I'm getting it. <laughs> While, while you playing around, if I could get, if I could go and get a Nintendo with the old power glove, I'd get it. I I got it, but I ain't got the power right, glove. Right, Me and right. I are probably the only two people in America still playing our old Nintendos. Oh, yeah. Man, look, I got the Back to the Future game around this at, at my mom's house somewhere. I even wow. got the old Zelda game. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Legend of Zelda. Got that duck <laughs> with the gold. Well, here, oh, no, yeah. no, no, let me ask you. This is how you can determine when somebody actually got the Nintendo. Was your gun orange or gray? Gray and white. And I'm finna kill you. I got the robot that came in. <laughs> <laughs> See, you got yours early. He had his on the pre order. Yeah, no. And I got that joke when that first came out. I'm talking about from Wally yeah, World. No. Still got the price on it. And the old Walmart shit. Yeah, no. <laughs> Still got the box. Hey, he got like the robot that. with the game that the robot came when you pick up the little things and go left and right and drop it to hit the little hit the joystick to make the man go left and right. But hey, I got shit all. Man, you I gave away my uh, my little pads. You know the little pads that you used to had to get on your hand and stomp them real fast. Uh huh. Gave that away. I didn't have the power glove. I had my big joystick. I had my little four uh, four connectors for the regular joystick. Four people can play one game. Yes, on Nintendo. You know what? Still got Mike Tyson. And you can't play out. Grand Theft Auto on none of that. I can't. You can play, play none Mike of Tyson Punch Out. Yes, sir. Excite Mike. You can't Mike. play Grand Theft Auto. No, I can't, man, I can't even play. Uh, what's the name? Modern Warfare, man. I'm so confused playing that. I don't even know it. Well, now you know that Grand Theft Auto Five also took the top spot over Call of Duty Black Ops. As oh, a, that's, um, that's a big feat. Yeah, that's, that's um, kind of yeah. That's crazy. Well, here's the thing about it. In the UK alone, Black Ops did uh, 1.57 million copies in 24 hours. And in the UK alone, Grand Theft Auto doubled that. Wow. And the date wasn't even over yet. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, that is. That is. I'm telling you now, for all my people that uh, get stocks, I need. I, I don't know the 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 three letters for uh, Rockstar, but we need to find out what them stocks going at. <laughs> Man, who you telling? Man, let me, let me look this up right quick. Just because I don't game doesn't mean I don't want to invest in it. You know? I mean, imagine how much money they probably just made. Man, they made everything that they spent on it already, and and I can tell you that because let's be honest. I know they didn't spend a billion dollars to make the game. 
We all know that. I don't care how good the graphics are. There is no person in their right mind going to spend a billion dollars to make a game. So they got what they made already. Well, the uh, the symbol for the NASDAQ is TTWO. Make sure y'all look it up, TTWO. Y'all want to get y'all some money. Well, <laughs> you take interactive software. Let me go ahead and get off the show now. I'm going to go ahead and go over and get it. No. I'm just saying. <laughs> and it opened up, and the sad part about it, the stock is as down as uh, it's at $18 right now. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. If y'all want to get in, you better get in. Because I ain't going to lie. By the morning? It's probably going <laughs> to be crazy. Right. By the morning, I wouldn't expect I wouldn't expect to be any less than about 50 or 60. Yeah, they got 8.4 million shares out there right now. What was it again? 8.4 million shares out there right now. Mm. Are they only mm. trading at... Uh, Seventeen dollars? What I say? Seventeen? Yeah, yeah. But uh, they, 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 uh, yeah. Eighteen twelve with the day high. It was a high today. Eighteen twelve. See, y'all playing. Y'all going out there buying lottery tickets. I'm trying to get on this. <laughs> <laughs> make that money, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm about I mean, to make some stock. Y'all go ahead. Keep on buying it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just saying, like you know, they got to pay up tomorrow. on them too. What was the symbol? Uh, T-T-W-O. They also have 2K. For all my 2K fans out there. They got them up out of them, too. Let me go get up on this now. Yep, they the developers and publish these particular games. Just saying. Oh, yeah, Take 2 Interactive. See? Yeah. Uh, okay, let's get back to the show because I, I, I'm about to get off this show and take out my yeah. debit card. All right. <laughs> <laughs> get y'all a little something on this. Uh, <laughs> now, guys, at the beginning of the show, we talked about R&B being back on the charts and staying there. Um, you know, The weekend did an impressive debut. Um, the last few weeks, man, a lot of people. But what's crazy is it's not the kids that are buying this. R&B has been topping the charts for the greater part of the last two months. And it's not the kids that are buying this. This, are, this is music that's catered to adult fans of R&B, the people that are still going out and buying physical CDs. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, I definitely have my iTunes loaded. I definitely use Rhapsody and, and Spotify. But I think for our generation, you know, there's still nothing like picking up that TV and and. Taking the plastic off of it, the little top part, you know, sometimes it gets stuck on there. You can't get that all the way off, so you might just put it down in the middle and it's still on there. Uh, you might crack the side of the jewel case, but it's okay because it still works. You know, it, it's nothing like that. Opening up that booklet, going through, looking at the thank yous, doing all, and you just can't do that with a digital uh, PDF off iTunes. So physical sales are actually going up. Digital album sales are going down. Um, in terms of R&B, the majority of the buyers right now are 25 to 44. And for the first, starting in 2012, for the first time in the history of music, catalog albums are doing better than new albums. So what does that tell us? That's telling us that people are saying, you know what, rather than all this Miguel and Trey songs and Frank Ocean, let me go buy this Jeffrey Osborne CD. Let me go buy this Luther. Hmm. Yeah. Can I get a witness? Can, 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 I, get, can I get a witness? Hey, Amen. Hmm. So it's just That's funny. And, and now that you look at, you've got this Marvin Gaye movie coming out. you got this TLC movie coming out. you got Tank Genuine and Tyrese coming in with this PGT album, which was phenomenal. Uh, Tamar Braxton. John Legend, you know, Jaheem, all these guys are coming out with these new albums, and you still got a new album coming from Alicia Keys, Beyonce, um, you know, Maxwell's coming with his new album, Jill Scott's got his new album coming out. Is it safe to say that not only is R&B back, that R&B back is back and it's buying again? Like, is it safe to say that now? Yeah, it's safe to say that, man. I mean, honestly, I don't know what's going on, but it's like the feel of the 90s is kind of like how a lot of people reached back to the 80s at one time and the 70s at one time. 
It's like mm-hmm. some people are actually reaching back to that feel of the 90s, the mid-90s, the early 90s. That's hip-hop included. But R&B, you know, they ain't reaching back to that sound, but it's like that feel of they putting out good albums again. That's, to me, what's going on. Well, this is what I think happened, and I think this, I, I think, and you can't blame, like, I, I think the problem is a lot of people try to blame hip-hop for the demise of R&B. Let me tell you the problem that I saw with black music towards the end of the 90s. The late 90s saw a lot of people going away from the single format. If you remember Cash Money and No Limit, they never put out singles. You just had to buy the album. It was a full album, nothing. And what would happen is you get three, maybe two, three good songs on there. The singles are good, and then the rest of the album is trash. <clears throat> well, now, you don't have to buy the full album now. You ain't got to buy the full album now. Think about it. You can go on iTunes, and you can listen to a minute and 20 seconds of each song. Now, I'm not being funny. After a minute and 20 seconds, I know whether I'm about to buy this Killer Mike song. Most definitely. I know exactly whether or not I'm about to buy it, which I thought was the best move they could have made because that 30-second snippet, I'm sorry, depending on how you place that, you can make that 30-second sound real, real good. Mm-hmm. A minute and 20 seconds Oh yeah I'm almost halfway through the song I know whether or not I want this So now it gets to the point Where people have to make good albums again They absolutely have to make good albums Right You can't just you, you can't just come with You can't have Okay prime example Al Steel Mag had how many tracks on it Um, um About 17 17 17 mm-hmm. Okay now, in today's time, there's absolutely no way that you can put that album up and say, oh, yeah, we got these two hot songs, and these other right. 15 are going to be great. No, all 17 of them had to ride. Right. Or people just not going to buy it. That's true. It's been Truth like be critical told. people are now. We got more doggone critical people on music than anything nowadays. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. With the advent of the uh, of the blog, now everybody's a music journalist. Everybody's a critic. Everybody has like. Do you remember how you used to look in Vibe and Source and Double XL, and you saw the reviews on these albums maybe a month, probably two months before it even came out. Those are, those journalists had time to sit on those albums, sit with those albums, really listen to them, and then give a review. Nowadays, hell, ain't nobody concerned about the five mics because you've heard everything that you think you need to hear about it on Twitter before you even get to the album. Right. Truth be told, they're not even taking the time to down. They're previewing free albums. True that. <laughs> I can tell you that. I'm, I'm sitting here looking at my numbers for Fight 1980 right now. They're previewing free <laughs> albums first. And if they're not feeling it, they're not going to even download the free album. I mean, man, you know, you know they gone. You know, you know how it is, man. We got these pseudo critics out here now. Are they pseudo critics, or are they just not? Are they just being real? Some of them. See, that's the thing about it. That's what you really got to think about it. Are they pseudo critics, or are they just being real? Because we'll sit there and we'll talk about it all day. Now, mind you, there are things that I may say about artists. You know, when if I'm just talking to Al or KG. That I wouldn't necessarily say when I'm on the middleman talk show, or if I'm on right. if I'm for Soul Train, because I've always been of the I'm not gonna blast you in public. That's just not my thing. Now, if you ask my opinion on it, if you ask me specifically about something, I'll tell you whether I'm feeling it or not. Like quite frankly, I had to go and listen to it because everybody was telling me that John Legend's album was kind of depressing. And as much as I like John Legend, the best description that I've ever heard for this album was it makes you want to sit in your garage and turn on your car. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> now, wow. oh, that's horrible. I'm, that's horrible. I'm not gonna tell anybody not to go buy John Legend's album because you got some people out there that some hardcore John Legend fans. Right? Yeah, and they, you know you got people eating off that album too. You know, you got people eating off that album. I ain't trying to mess up nobody's check. But if you ask me specifically, yeah, then yeah, okay, that's how I feel about it. Wow. But I mean, you but know, it's word like, of mouth has always been what carries albums. That's true, but man, people nowadays don't take the time to listen to a lot of records, man. They just 
go off that first impulse of listening to it if I like it or I don't like it. Instead of truly, you know, just marinating on that album. But with so much music out, do you really have that kind of time? Yeah, I mean, put it on your iPad, iPod, put it on your drawers, as I said they need to do with that Flight 1980. Go get it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, definitely they need to do that. This is what I'm saying saying with it. Really? Think about this. Let's think about this. Think about all the music that we have to review for the Tuesday morning takeover. Right. Now, you add that to all the music that I have to review, not just singles and not just new artists to feature, but full albums that I have to review for Soul Train. Right. And then somewhere in the mixture of that, I want to get to the albums that I just really like listening to. True. You get what I'm saying? I got my old school albums that I like. They have to get a certain amount of play from me every week. But see, your palate for listening to music is wide. You understand what I'm saying? And and you can consume and and digest all of that. But the average listener, they will listen to a record one time. Not an album, but the record. And be like, the whole album suck for that one record. Or they whack because of that. <laughs> or they like it. And they heard nothing else. But they like that one record. Yeah, I can I can see that. Yeah. But no, just, I, I, you know, I, can see that. I guess it's a difference in understanding of music. I mean, yeah, that's true. Always. I think, you know, the artist gave them something to sit back and, you know, really contemplate, listen to, play it a little bit, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, yeah, all right. Because uh, a partner of mine sent me a record, man. He told me to listen to it. He wanted me to give my opinion that first day. I'm like, dude, that ain't how it works. That's not how I listen to music. But I can give it to another partner of mine. He'll tell y'all the real. Y'all like it or it's whack. I'll tell somebody, you know, it may not be my speed. It may not be something I'm necessarily into, but I'll give it an honest listen. I'm not one of those 30-second cats. Oh, if it doesn't catch me in the first 30 seconds, it'll be, ah, no, 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 no. I think think thought processes like that are what's wrong with music, and that's what hindered R&B for so long. Because if you think about a song like The Temptations Papa Was a Rolling Song, the first 30 seconds, you're barely getting into the instrumental part. Right. So you can't tell me, like, I ain't being fine. Okay, or look at something a little, you know, take it a couple of years later after that. There were certain Biggie songs and certain Tupac songs that you couldn't get into until the first, like, it it build, it would build. That whole, oh, if I don't get it in 30 seconds, uh, you know, I, it ain't a hit. Whatever. Right, so I'll right, give it, right. I'd give it a listen. But it's going to take some time to marinate with it. Yeah, but that's man. that's why I like yeah. what's going on with the charts right now. Well, so I, it's 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 one of those things that you have to look at now as music. The the gift and the curse of the internet is there's a lot of music out there at your beckoning call. It's a gift and a curse because you got to get through a lot of music to get through the stuff that you actually like. And I ain't being funny. After listening to all 500 records that you sent me last week for a Tuesday morning takeover. <laughs> Hell, <laughs> by three o'clock, I was like, "Look, man, I don't even want to do music anymore." Yeah. Dang, my bad. <laughs> well, see, okay, let, let's let's let him in a little bit on the creative process of of you know Tuesday morning takeover. Okay. okay. Everybody who knows, everybody who's listening to the show knows this is our R and B show. We play the best and brightest in independent R and B, and. You know, we this is not, and, and I'll, I'll be transparent with you. There's no payover that goes on with the middleman. You know, if we like your song, we're gonna play it. If yep. we don't necessarily like the song, we're gonna still give it a try because you know it may be something our listeners try. Now we have to be cognizant of our audience and right. what they're listening right. to at the time. Like, right. we don't play a lot of hip hop on Tuesday morning takeovers R and B show, but we do have somebody like MC Squared who's out, whose song. You know, the search was great for the show. It had a nice vibe to it, yeah, even though so it was hip-hop. Great. It still had a soulful vibe, you know. But that doesn't mean that every hip-hop record is going to get played. True that. But, you know, just and, – and we might be letting a little bit more of ourselves know than we do. We take all records. We're going to listen to all records. We're going to tell you what's right with them, what's wrong with them. We're going to give that. you our honest opinion. Sky Collette, prime example. We're playing two of her records right now. When Initially, when we started the show, she sent me five records. 
and none of them were mixed. Mm-hmm. And I had to sit down and tell her, like, look, you know, you got some good songs, but they're not mixed. And we want it to be at the best presentation that it could possibly be to give to the listeners. You know, so, but she went back and she and she redid it. She stepped her game up, and she's now actually enjoying a lot more success online with her songs. Yeah. She's getting books for shows because she has better songs. She was recently featured on SingersRoom.com, which is one of the hardest sites to get featured on as an R&B artist. I mean, she's but and she hit me up on Facebook. She was like, you know what? If you guys hadn't been the ones to tell me, hey, you need to do this for your music, I would have just continued because everybody else was just being a yes man. Yeah, 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 yep, yeah. yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, you know, well so, said. Yeah. So she said the middleman made her step her game up, and I'm proud of that. You know, and saying that, I'm saying that to say that R&B has been stepping up, but we have got to be more critical. Got to let them know, hey, look, don't drop no BS, which is why I think you should go download Flight 1980 because it's not BS. You know what, it's man? Eight tracks, and you're gonna love it. <laughs> what I want to do, man? What I want to do right now? I'm gonna play a record off that Flight 1980. For all of our listeners out there, the ones that got to this point of the show that's downloading to all our listeners that's listening live on the internet, this is what you need to this is what you need to get. This is what you're gonna be hearing when you get this flight nineteen eighty. You don't mind if I play this record, Nick, off that flight nineteen eighty? Yeah, man, go ahead. I ain't you know, I ain't gonna say nothing. Play this record right here when we come back, we probably gonna go ahead and end the show, but we're gonna come back. But check this one out. The title of this record is in the song. I ain't gonna even announce it. I'm just gonna play it. Take it on out, Nate. Yeah, little man, go down. Fight 1980. Go get it. Right now. I'm just a man, I make mistakes. You know that I ain't perfect. The days have come and you don't think that it's all worth it. Just know I'm trying to make it, trying to take it up a level. Cause you're my favorite girl, my pride, my world. And may I have this dance? Just give me a chance. Cause I'm a better man. And I know that though I messed up, I just need for you to see this opportunity.
Have a whole lot of screaming kids Baby, you and me Ain't nothing that we can't win Just believe in me Baby, we can take over the world Just you and me Cause you're my favorite girl Make sure y'all go get that flight 1980 right now. I definitely appreciate that. You know, I, you know, um, you know, when I first started out, I uh, no, no, <laughs> but uh, no, man, I appreciate it, man. I, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I put my heart and soul in this one. I really appreciate everybody that has downloaded it. Um, it was released on Tuesday. So far, we are just under 300 downloads. So let's keep it moving. Let's keep it going. You know, Flight 1980, eight tracks. It's an EP. It's a free EP. It's a prelude to Soul Reloaded. And I'm telling you, if you thought that Flight 1980 was hot, I'm telling you, Soul Reloaded will be the best R&B album you heard since Confession. Most definitely. Guarantee. Most definitely. Guarantee. Hey, I want to thank everybody no. who tuned in. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I want to give a shameless plug, man, to the Middleman Sports Talk. Will be hosted by a man, uh, Allen. You know that's coming oh, soon. I know right now uh, the Eagles are getting the brakes beat off of them. They looking like a college football team. So hey, yeah, we, man. we we gonna have to be talking about this stuff, y'all. Yeah, man. I I, I can't wait for that show. I want to talk about this whole Trent Richardson <laughs> situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh god. Ooh. That's Allen's team too. What? The Colts. Yeah, of course. I mean, I it's, 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 it's the Browns or something. No, I was gonna say it's great for the Colts, but for the Browns, Jesus. Yeah. You know, he a, he, he a undercover uh, Browns fan too. Man, you crazy? <laughs> crazy. That is a man. Hey, look, man, we appreciate everybody who took an hour out to listen to us tonight. Random Max Entertainment 4. Don't forget to tune in this Sunday to the Middleman Talk Show, the flagship show. And then, of course, we'll be right back in the building for the Cubicle Nation at Work Network for the Tuesday morning takeover next Tuesday. And then right back here for Talk of Town next Thursday. Oh, Guys, yeah. I'm excited. Most definitely. Don't forget I'm- to go vote for us at uh, SouthernEntertainmentAwards.com. The Middleman Talk Show, uh, Slept On Personalities of the Year. Make sure y'all go vote for us now. We need them votes, people. We have been nominated by you, the people. Now we need the people to go vote for us. That's right. Well, let me go ahead and let me plug this real quick. Uh, You know what? I'm not going to plug it. Never mind. (laughs) I'm not going to plug it. Well, no, you know, I got nominated again for um, ATL Hottest Male Vocalist. Oh, no, 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 no. No disrespect to them, man, but dang. Yeah, come on up to Nashville and watch our real show. Oh, damn, I almost said it. <clears throat> All right, watch yeah. our real show supposed to be. Well, I, I will say to the, you know, ATL Hottest Entertainment Awards, Thank you for the third year in a row nominating me for Hottest Male Vocalist. I appreciate that. Thank you for um, nominating our dude, Dub G, for uh, Hottest Male Hip Hop Artist again. Um, you know, I, I, I respectfully declined to be at the awards this year. But, um, you know, thank you for the nod. I appreciate that. <sighs> that was nice and political enough, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, man, still alive on here. <laughs> It's going down, though. It's going down. Hey, also, we want to welcome our new members over at the Middleman Talk Show Facebook page, uh, Mona Lichey and Victor Humphrey. All right. Shout out to them. Do your thing. Hey. Okay. Thank you. Well, good show, man. Great show. Let's yeah, go ahead and hit that out, dog. All right. Hey, I'll stop eating on them chips over there. Got dry mouth. Man, I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bell five. Middleman, yeah, talking to town.
Fell Five. Oh, follow me at Fell Five on Twitter. Yeah, uh. It's the talk of the town, man. It's so ill. We talking real news in the music business here. Take your opinion in the chat or you can call in. Hey, they be going in. Hey, they be going in. On them cats in the industry. No one more things, more cats don't see. Keep your ears to the ground and you will see. Most things ain't what they appear to be. Cut to the chase and the real McCoy. Telling you that they ain't gonna toy around with no issue. Shedding light on dark signals. Yes, and, and, and now they own live. APM is where you should plan to be on Thursday night. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.